Hi, this is Robert Dobby, and you're listening to Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Hi, this is Trina Park. You are listening to Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. Hi, I'm Julian Dava, an actor, and I'm speaking to you on Cracking the Code of Spy Movies with Dan and Tom. So let's get off and have a chat. Hi, this is Stephen Saltzman, and you're listening to Cracking the Code of Spy Movies with Dan and Tom. Spy Movie Navigator and our podcast show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, is wrapping up our fourth year already, and it's a season five of our podcast show and YouTube channel. Happy anniversary, Dan. Yeah, hey, uh, same to you, Tom. That's great. And thanks to our listeners for allowing us to get to this point. Yes, thank you very much. We've got over 214 podcast episodes out from quickfire, no-spoiler reviews of newly released spy movies to our monthly spy movie news, which summarizes all you need to know about the latest news on spy movies and the industry, to interviews, classic movie reviews with insights, and, of course, all the James Bond, Mission Impossible, Harry Palmer, Kingsman, and Hitchcock spy movies as well. Wow, what fun. <laughs> and it's also fun that we're finding some old classic spy movie gems. Yeah. I mean, we've uncovered some really great ones, many that were new to us and our listeners. And our listeners are telling us that they enjoy discovering and listening to these old movies that they never heard of. Yeah. <laughs> they don't just listen to us talk about it, but then they go watch the movie, and that's what we want. Yep. Help expand our community's exposure to a variety of spy movies. Our goal is to enhance your viewing experience of spy movies. Whether you've already seen the movie, you watch it again, or you're going to watch it for the first time, if you listen to our show, you'll discover something new in each episode yep. and enhance your viewing experience. We dive into these movies searching for hidden gems, connections to other spy movies that preceded it, and influences it might have on spy movies to come. All right, as Tom said, you're going to discover something new in every episode. That's the goal, and that will enhance your viewing pleasure. All right, we get a lot of feedback from our listeners and from people who have used our website and on our Facebook page and Twitter and Instagram as well, and we love getting feedback from our followers and our listeners. It's just terrific. So here's a couple of comments that have been made by some of our listeners. Helmuth B. said, Your podcast is excellent, very informative, and fun to listen to. It is obvious a lot of passion for the genre and lots of research have gone in their production. Thank you, Helmuth. That's terrific. Here's another one from Jesus M. Happy anniversary, guys. Thank you for all you guys do for the Bond community and the spy movie community as well. You guys are awesome. Ah, thank you, Jesus. And here's another. The James Bond Visual Archive said, Recently started listening to these podcasts. Really enjoyable and recommended to anyone interested in spy movies. Wow. Hey, thank you. Terrific. All right. Here's another from Magic Skyway. Cracking the Code of Spy Movies channel. You guys have great, unique content. All right. Thank you. These are just a few on the show in general, and we really appreciate hearing from our listeners and viewers. Absolutely. We do work hard to make our Cracking the Code of Spy Movies show both informative. You will always discover something new in each fun episode. And, hey, we like to have fun, too. So, Thank you again for your terrific comments. Absolutely. 
So now let's go ahead and talk about our interviews. Yeah, we and had some good ones this year, last year. Huh? We, we absolutely did. I mean, we loved our chat with Robert Davi. Uh, that was um, fun. Played Fran Sanchez in License to Kill. And he was a great guy to talk with. And he has some great backstories. He really did. Yeah, and one thing I really liked is towards the end, we started talking about non-bond stuff. And some of the stories he told around other movies he had done or just about his life were just absolutely fascinating. Yeah, and he's got a terrific voice, and he allowed us to put one of his songs on that broadcast as well. So you can check that out in the audio podcast, and there's a video podcast of that as well on our YouTube channel. Cool stuff. Yeah, he absolutely. Was great. Terrific. All right. All right. Another interview we did was Trina Parks. Now, oh, she played yeah. Thumper <laughs> in Diamonds Are Forever. And just what a delightful person to speak with. She really is. About both the Bond movie and her whole fascinating career. Yeah. I mean, her dad played sax for the Cab Calloway's band. I mean, just, <laughs> her story was just fascinating. She was so fun to speak with, so energetic, and, and just a pleasure. Fantastic. Loved it. Ah, yeah. Now, another interview we did led to something that we're going to talk about a little bit later when we talked to Doug Redinius, who's one of the founders of the Ian Fleming Foundation. Now, they search the world for James Bond movie used vehicles, and they restore them, and they put them out for exhibition, like Bond in Motion or other exhibits or in a museum or All over the world. And they do charity work as well, which is really nice. And they work on these vehicles in a volunteer basis, and they exist through donations and exhibitions. So if you want to contribute to them, you can contribute to their organization at ianflemingfoundation.org. Yeah. It was, and that was a really good discussion, Doug, talking about how they get all of these vehicles. Yeah, he has some fascinating stories about how they really look all over the world for these movie-used James Bond vehicles. And just awesome information there and fascinating in how they go about this and the work they do. Yeah, now another really cool interview from my perspective was when we talked to Julian Glover. Oh, yeah. What an English gentleman. He I mean, is. He was Prestados in For Your Eyes Only. And he also played Walter Donovan in Indiana Jones and the Last Crusade. Yeah. And he was also in Star Wars, Game of Thrones, and more. Yeah. I mean, I thought we just, I just had a wonderful time talking with Julian. He Both was, about the stage as well as his film career. He's got a new book out, Q to Q, so you can check that out. He was such a great guy to speak with. And his experience, of course, with Sean Connery in, um, in the Indiana Jones of the Last Crusade was kind of cool as well. So, yeah, he's a great actor and a fun, fun interview. He's got some great stories, too. And his book is very good. We bought that book, and it's excellent. Check it out. Q to Q. All right, the next one that I want to talk about is Stephen Saltzman. He's Harry Saltzman's son. Yes. And it was really a fun interview because his dad was the co-producer along with Albert Broccoli for the first 11 James Bond movies. Yeah. And he talks about his experience as a boy growing up with Bond, his visits to filming locations, and many of the sites where these movies were made. I mean, it was just a wonderful time. He was, it was just a fun interview there. Yeah, he, he was so terrific to talk to. We have a couple of interviews with him, but this one where he's reminiscing about his experience as a child and being the son of, of uh, Harry Saltzman. It's just amazing. The stories, the actors coming to their house for lunch and stuff. 
take a listen to that one. It's just was it was just a fun fun time with Stephen. Terrific guy too, and he co-produced was one of the uh, executive producers of the Ipcus File six part series that can that is available on streaming platforms. So that with Joe Cole as uh, Harry Palmer, that was awesome too. So check that, that out. That was awesome. Yeah, uh, that was awesome. Now season six or episode six, there some people have issues with, but yeah. I'll let you deal with that. Yeah. Check <laughs> right. it out. It's it was okay. it was fun. Yep. So the next one was we interviewed author Tony Lee Morrell. We had him back on the show, and he has a book out, the Alfred Hitchcock's Movie Making Masterclass. Yeah. As well as he's got four Hitchcock books, and he talked through Hitchcock's techniques in making spy movies. And it was really fascinating about how he would put something into these movies that people would use later in future spy movies. And that's really one of the big things we're about is where are those influences? And Tony's book and Tony were able to help us understand how Hitchcock had such an influence on spy movies. Yeah, that was a great interview. Tony is a guy who knows Hitchcock and he is just fun to listen to, and he, he has a little, tremendous number of insights into the Hitchcock movies, so check that one out, too. That, that was a fun time. Loved it. Loved it. Yeah. yeah, now, speaking of Hitchcock, you discovered this paper written for a student thesis. I don't know where you found this thing. <laughs> I know. I did. I did. I was searching for some certain Hitchcockian stuff, and I ran across this thesis. <laughs> Yeah, and it was it was a thesis on Hitchcock's spy movies from a historical perspective. Yeah. So we tracked down and had Kim Putland, the author of this thesis, on the show. It was a it was a really cool discussion talking about this history. Yeah, she had done this for a uh, university project, and we tracked her down through the university and and finally got a hold of her, and she was excited to be on the show. She has a unique perspective of the Hitchcock spy movies in the sense of the historical perspective so that was a that was a fun fun time speaking with her and a, a unique experience because there's nothing else like this out there so if you love hitchcock you love spy movies you got you to check out the one the the interview with kim putlin just fun stuff so another interesting interview here was the interview we did with the curator of the university of iowa library oh yeah because at this library, they have the Richard Maybaum papers. This is scripts, notes, research, and more about the Bond movies. <laughs> and we got to talk with the curator, Pete Balistieri, about what they have there. And I went out there and actually looked at these things. It was really amazing what he had had down there. It is amazing, the, these universities in the Midwest here that have these collections like this Richard Maybaum at the University of Iowa. Tom and I also went to Indiana University where they own 11 of the original James Bond Ian Fleming manuscripts that we were able to examine and touch and look at and, and touch the pages that Ian Fleming typed in Jamaica and see his handwritten edits and all of the things he scratched out and names that he scratched out and other names he put in that now we know completely from the movies and from the books as normal here we saw where he changed it i mean this is amazing universities that have this kind of stuff even marquette university has all the J.R. tolkien papers how do they do it we don't know but that was a fun interview that was fun 
All right, so the last interview I'm going to talk about. Now, we've had guests on our show that aren't quote-unquote interviews. So, like, we've had Vicki Hodges join us for a lot of the Bond stuff. Um, we've had uh, Mike, Mike Reyes from Cinema Blend on to help us go through some of these discussions. But the last interview I want to talk about was, to me, just totally mind-blowing. <laughs> There's know. a gentleman named Del Singh. And he was the turbine expert for Octopussy, and he was responsible for Gobinda's turbines and more. I mean, you just think about that. I, you know, first, how you know we found him? I, mean, yep. I don't remember how that happened. I, I found him uh, through a group. <laughs> yeah, so we, you know, we we found him, and then he's the guy who tied the turbines in Octopussy. Yeah. Somebody had to do it, and it was really cool because he had like an all-access pass to the to the filming locations. And so he could go anywhere he wanted. So yeah, it was really cool. That was a fun conversation with him. He of course met Roger Moore and all the all the cast from the from the movies uh, Octopussy. And and now because of our interview, he's been engaged in some of the local local exhibits and and events in England. That because he was found through our our podcast interview with him. So we we love Dal Singh. It was a lot of fun, and we're still in touch with him. Great. Great stuff. Take a listen to that one. All right, we've uncovered. We, you know, Tom mentioned looking for movies that we love to cover and take apart and discover new things about. We've uncovered some very cool classic spy movies this past year as well, and and it's been fun to find well, these. Dan, things. They weren't all good. <laughs> <laughs> I said they were classic, <laughs> and some are classically good, and. But we give our we give our straight opinions on these things, and we take them apart. And they're, they're really in the even in the ones that are not like eight quality movies. There's good stuff in there. So like we found the Traders. The Traders it was really a 1962 British B movie that makes the grade. We thought, and a B the British B movies were kind of like the second feature in in the theater, right? You saw the main feature, and then they throw in a shorter usually less known actors and so on. Well, The Traitors is a really good movie and a British B movie. So listen to that podcast. That's a fun one. And there's a lot of good stuff in that movie. And if you haven't seen the movie, go watch the movie. Yeah, definitely. And then we had Undercover Brother, a spy spoof with Denise Richards. She was terrific in it as well. And that was a fun movie if you haven't seen it. You're going to see it. Take a listen to our episode on that one and then go see Undercover Brother. It's a fun, fun movie. And Denise Richards is awesome in it. And it, She is, but I will put I will put a little caveat. It is a dated movie. <laughs> in that yeah. It was a black adaptation movie. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So we have to take that in, in stride. Yeah. Hey, another great one we found was British Intelligence with Boris Karloff. Oh, yeah, Boris Karloff. Hey, he's not scaring you like a monster in this movie, but he's scaring you like a spy in this movie, perhaps. And the, this is another great find. Check out British Intelligence. Listen to our episode on that one. Go see the movie. Uh, it's available. I think it's available on Prime. And just another one where you would pass it over, probably, or not think about it or not even know about it, but go find British Intelligence Check out our episode on that one and 
Check out Boris Karloff. He's excellent in this show. And also Margaret Lindsay, who is just fabulous in this movie. Yeah, absolutely. Check it out. That was a fun movie. And we all like Pierce Brosnan. We all know him, of course, from the four Bond movies he did, but he, and from Remington Steel and so on. He was in the movie The Fourth Protocol and as a Russian spy. This was kind of like a screen test, really, for Bond. He is awesome in this movie. We had a tremendous amount of fun taking apart this one and decoding the fourth protocol who which also has of course michael kane who's never bad in anything he's ever done so check out that one the fourth protocol it's a great fun time finding that one and then spice like us that was a fun little spy <laughs> movie comedy <laughs> with dan Aykroyd and chevy chase uh, tom and i disagreed a little bit about <laughs> yeah, I think so. <laughs> Whether this was worth watching or not. But I got I liked it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> okay. I thought it was well, yeah, check out our episode. You'll see what we think. Oh man. And here's another one like it. Number one of the Secret Service. Another spy movie spoof. It was worth a listen and a watch. This is another one, Tom and I kind of disagreed about watching a little bit here, but check out number one of the Secret Service. What I like about those last movie. those last two movies, Dan, that you talked about, Spies Like Us and Number One in the Secret Service, yeah. is we're often in agreement on movies, whether we like them or not. Yeah. But on those two movies, we were diametrically opposed. Yeah. Yeah. So listen, listen to the episodes, and you know you can hear what you know why one of us liked it and the other one didn't. Yeah. Then you'll go see the movie and then tell us what you think. <laughs> that was great. So let's talk about one that we both like. Yeah, hey, you got to check out Alfred Hitchcock's Sabotage, 1936. It's got Oscar Homolka. Do we have to say anything else? I mean, he's fantastic in this movie. Hitchcock, it's a Hitchcock spy movie. It's going to be good, and it is. It's fantastic. And there's some really poignant moments in this movie that even when they were filming it, they were thinking, oh, man, should we do this? Anyway, check it out. Hitchcock's Sabotage. Not to be confused with Saboteur, Sabotage, <laughs> 1936. Let's be more confusing with titles. <laughs> yeah, that was, a, that was a fun episode to record. And then we did The Secret Invasion. This is really a great movie, 1964, The Secret Invasion. It's got a lot of stars in there. And so it's an excellent listen for our podcast episode, and it's a terrific watch for the movie. The Secret Invasion really is terrific. And so check that one out. And then here's one, probably we've got a lot of feedback on this one. And nobody ever heard of this movie, The Adventures of Tartu. <laughs> what? The Adventures of Tartu with Robert Donat, Valerie Hobson, Glynis Johns. I mean, this is a fantastic movie. And it's not a pirate movie. That's what it sounded like to me when I first heard the title. The Adventures of Tartu. Swashbuckling. Yeah, sure. No, it's not that. It's a spy movie, and it's a great one. Check out our episode on The Adventures of Tartu, and then go watch that movie. This is another movie that has Robert Donat and Valerie Hobson, as you said. Yeah. But they play different types of characters than yeah. what we've seen in others. So yeah. it's nice to see the stretch of the acting as well um, with the casting of those characters. And you thinking of Donat as the guy in the 39 Steps. Terrific. He plays a very different character here. Yeah. 
Hey, let's find another Hitchcock movie that we liked. The Lady Vanishes. This is terrific. It's a must-see movie. Margaret Lockwood, Mae Whitty, Michael Redgrave, and the duo of Naughton Wayne and Basil Radford, <laughs> who both also appeared in Night Train to Munich. I mean, this is a fun find. Again, hey, Hitchcock's got a lot of good ones out there, but a lot of times people will skip things like The Lady Vanishes. Hey, you got to see this movie. It's a good one. It was a fun one to record as well. So check that one out as well. All right, we talked about, we just mentioned Night Train to Munich. So we're going to talk about that one now. Night Train to Munich has Rex Harrison, Margaret Lockwood, Paul Henreid, and Naughton Wayne and Basil Radford reprising their roles from The Lady Vanishes. And it's a terrific movie. Rex Harrison is magnificent in it. Margaret Lockwood is terrific in it. Paul Henry, well, he's always good. So check that one out. Fun episode that we had recording that one as well. It's a fun episode to listen to. Check it out. Night Train to Munich. And then Hitchcock's Notorious. Man. Ingrid Bergman. Carrie Grant. Grant. I mean, it's a true classic, must see and must listen. We uncover a lot in this movie. In fact, we have a uh, another episode with Tony Lee Morrell where he talks about Notorious as well. So check that one out. Man, we've had some fun discovering some of these classic movies this past year. Yeah, fun. we absolutely did. I mean, and that was such a fun list. Yeah. I mean, if you look back at those movies, and, and they're not more. all the same. They're all very different. We also did lots of the current movies as well, as well as some one-off stuff. But to me, one of the most exciting parts of the year was our experience with the Ian Fleming Foundation. Oh, yeah. So at, when we're done interviewing Doug Redenius, he invited us to their work weekend where they work on the vehicles. We told you they restore the vehicles at the Ian Fleming Foundation. And we got to go there and experience, and I'll say in quotes, working on the vehicles. We, we, we did some stuff. but <laughs> We found some like, stuff we could do. <laughs> yeah, we didn't do a lot of restoring. <laughs> but uh, we still got to be there. We got to see all these vehicles that, were in, that had been in the movies. And to me, that was just a fascinating weekend. Well, there's nothing else like it in the, in the world, really. These guys searched the world for these vehicles. They raise money through donations, and we've donated to the fund there as well. They're a 503C corporation, so a nonprofit organization. And the work that these guys do on a volunteer basis is just phenomenal. They have 43 vehicles from James Bond movies, the vehicles used in the movies, including a section of the Goldfinger plane. Yeah. <laughs> They've got all kinds of cool vehicles there. The Jaguar from Die Another Day. They've got the, the boy that floats from the For Your Eyes Only when they're dragging Bond and Molina through the water. There's just tons and tons of stuff they have. And these vehicles, you know, underwater sleds from Thunderball. You remember Skyfall and Daniel Craig in the big Caterpillar tractor hydraulic it cr- crunches the c- car train in front of it yeah they got that <laughs> and they've got a lot more let's not go through everything we covered in that oh episode. man listen to that episode because we we cover quite a bit in that episode and the excitement that we had in going there 
and being able to really, we, we got to do more than work on them. We got to sit in the vehicles. We got to do, you know, you can't do that at exhibits, right? Yeah, when these things are on exhibit around the world. And at the time we were there, they had 20-something vehicles out on exhibit in different parts of the world. Very cool organization. Ian Fleming Foundation. Doug Redini is heads up to, uh, as the curator there uh, uh, for the organization. Great stuff. Check out their website. Check out our episode on that one. Ooh. Yeah, and we have we did a video on it where we've got interviews yes. with some of the people that have done the work. Yeah, so check that out on our Cracking the Code of Spy Movies channel on YouTube. Terrific. Fun stuff. And our social media channels continue to grow as we now have over 17,000 Facebook followers and over 4,500 in our private group on Facebook, the worldwide community of spy movie fans. We're also on Twitter and Instagram as well. And we've had a lot of fun engaging with our listeners and with our followers and users on those social media platforms. And really, in the, in the group on Facebook, we've got some tremendous uh, members who post some really cool stuff and engage with each other in discussing Bond and Mission Impossible and all kinds of other spy movies. So check really that out. A community. It really is a community. Yeah, it really is. And it's, it's, it is worldwide. We've got people from Morocco, England, Poland, all over the world, Australia, uh, United States, Canada, everywhere. And so if you want to be a member of that group, you can just request that through our Facebook page, uh, Spy Movie Navigator on Facebook. Check it out. All right. And do check out our website, spymovienavigator.com. We've got tons of stuff on there, including a huge spy MDB. Yeah, a spy movie database full of facts and trivia. Many of these facts come from Stephen J. Rubin's book, The James Bond Movie Encyclopedia, which we have in our searchable database. With his permission, of course, his book is available for purchase in many places as well. Check it out on Amazon, everywhere. Buy it. It's terrific to have in your library. Now, that encyclopedia may be a good resource for you for the next things we're going to talk about, because <laughs> on our website, we have a couple of free games you can play. We have a James Bond trivia quiz, which Stephen's book would probably help you with, mm-hmm. as well as a spy movie trivia game that's not just James Bond. Yep. And speaking of games, we launched our monthly James Bond movie trivia game live online on our Facebook page. Usually the first Saturday of each month, we'll tell you ahead of time on our Facebook page in under events, we ask 25 questions from James Bond movies. And we ask a couple from a podcast episode that we highlight ahead of time that you could take a listen to. Our June 2023 game had players from the UK, Poland, Malta, Canada, the United States, and more. So you can play from anywhere in the world. So check that out. It's fun. And we now have a Zoom party afterwards, uh, after the event for the players. So you can get to meet each other face-to-face, so to speak, and get to chat a little bit more about James Bond and other spy movie stuff as well. But you get to know some great Bond fans from all over the world. Terrific, terrific stuff. So make sure you check that one out. Usually, again, the first Saturday of each month. You got to register ahead of time, though. So do that on our Facebook page. Go to events and check out what the next James Bond movie trivia event will be. All right. All right. Here are a couple of comments about the game. 
Another awesome event. Well done, said Morgan L. A lot of fun, guys, Mohammed S. said. Thank you very much. I really enjoy the James Bond movie trivia game, Eric S. said. And good game, kids, JTW said. And thanks, it's fun, Pietro said. Thank you. Yeah, thanks, guys. It's great to get that feedback. Yeah. Now, another fun thing we continue is our exclusive treatment of the pre-title sequences of spy movies. We have 22 of the 24 possible Eon Productions James Bond pre-title sequences done now. Of course, Dr. No doesn't have a pre-title sequence, so there you go. <laughs> there you go. Right. Well, when you listen to these, we're going to guarantee you're going to discover something new in each of these episodes. Absolutely. We take apart the pre-title sequence, we decode them all, and we've even done some for Mission Impossible as well. Yep. Yeah, they're, they're a lot of fun. We've had tremendous comments about these uh, episodes, and so we're going to continue to do them. And we've got a couple of new things coming out as well this next season that we're now currently in our fifth season. And we've got a couple of new podcast episode themes that we'll be doing. So keep listening. Subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. But you know what? And, and James Bond wasn't the first ones with, with pre-titles, right? They, their pre-title sequences going back to the 30s, I think. But they certainly popularized it. And these episodes have been tremendously popular on our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. So, number one, subscribe to our show, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, on your favorite podcast app. Wherever you listen to podcasts, it's available everywhere. And also subscribe to our YouTube channel, the same name, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, because you'll see a lot of cool videos. And we've got more video concepts coming out this season as well that you're going to love. <laughs> yeah, we've gotten some comments about these pre-title sequences as well. Yeah. And so here, here are some of them. Uh, Paul W. says, firstly, congrats on the recent pods. You've done a great job on the pre-title sequence decodes. Pietro R., told us on the Living Daylights pre-title sequence decoded. Good podcast, fun and informative as usual. He also gave us feedback on our For Your Eyes only pre-title sequence, where he said, I've never noticed the message, the flowers spell out on the grave. Thanks. We're not going to tell you here what that means. you got to listen to the episode to find out. And then finally, Colin W. said, very good podcast, enjoyable. Thank you. There you and go. we thank all of these people for commenting to us and letting us have some feedback as to what's going on, because we love that feedback. Yeah, love hearing from you. And if there's other things that you think we should do, should cover, or do something in a different way, you let us know, because we'll work it in there, and we'll give you a shout-out <laughs> for suggesting it as well. So we appreciate that. And we love giving shout-outs to our users and listeners as well, like we did a few here. So please keep the comments coming. We love hearing from you. All right. This has been a fun year, and I would say that we have so much more to do. As we mentioned, we got some new things coming up. We really love hearing from our listeners. We just said that. Please do us a favor, though. Subscribe to our channels, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies, in your favorite podcast app. We're available everywhere, as we said, and on YouTube. Same name, Cracking the Code of Spy Movies. That means so much to us to know that people care about what we do and like what we do. So... That makes us want to do even more. So please, do us a favor and subscribe. It means a lot to us, and it helps with the podcast apps as well because they push out our episodes even more, and so we get more listeners around the world. And speaking of listeners around the world, I think we've been listened to in 156 different countries already, Tom. 
<laughs> I mean, it, it is amazing. it is amazing. I'm not going to list them all right now. <laughs> I know. <laughs> <laughs> but wow, I'm I'm sometimes in awe. I was like, oh my god, and it, it is amazing when you look at the at the numbers in these different parts of the world. Yeah, it's just thank you, thank you for listening all over yes, the world. You. We really appreciate it. All right. Again, we're going to also do a, a few extra things on Zoom this year. And some of our listeners wanted to do a, like a Zoom cocktail party. We may do that. We're all for it. Maybe a little Vesper martini. I don't know. All right. Some of our listeners also asked us if we have a Patreon page. We haven't made one yet, but we are making one now. We're in the process of doing that. So we would really appreciate that once we have it out there. If you can donate whatever you can, help us out. Because this is all self-funded part. Yeah, now, we also want new ideas from you. Yeah. I mean, we're always looking for new ideas. Like like Dan said, we've got some new episode types coming up, but we want to be able to deliver the content and fresh content that you're going to like. So if you like what we do, email us, tell us that, and then send us ideas of things that you might like us to do. Yeah. Dan at spymovienavigator.com or Tom at spymovienavigator.com. There you go. Thank you. All right, thanks. We appreciate you listening and engaging with us and spending your time with us. We appreciate it. Thank you very much. This is Dan. And Tom. Saying see you on the next episode. Thanks again. Thanks for listening. We really do appreciate it for these last four years. And happy anniversary to us. And happy anniversary. (laughs) 